Welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining us on another episode. We're so grateful to have another great guest. We have Elizabeth Bortolotti. Did I say it right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Bortolotti. Oh, awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Hey, just thank you for having me. You're welcome. So tell us a little bit about um, you and what got you into industry. How long have you been in? Wow, I've been in real estate since 2013. Okay. Um, what made me get into it was I was um, stay-at-home mom raising three boys and I was looking for something to generate income and I thought well do I use my degree and go into corporate America and do um, anything in communications but that was going to take up a lot of my time and so <laughs> I was thinking that real estate would be a great option but it comes it turns out that that just takes as much right, time right. <laughs> if you want to be successful at it so yeah, that was my reason um, for going into real estate, really, some way to provide for my family and still have the flexibility with the time. So a lot of time, but you still have flexibility within that time, yes. right? Yes. Yeah, that makes yes. sense. I could be my own boss, so to speak, and kind of manage my schedule. Makes sense, makes sense. So who do you serve? What, are your, what type of clients do you, you look for? Well, um, I don't know that I set out to look for a certain type of client. Is I Most of my business has been referral business. So it's people within my uh, sphere of influence, people that I know um, either from uh, where I congregate at church or uh, family and friends. So that's how I've gotten business, by referrals. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. um, so when you got in the business, I'm sure there's a lot of misconceptions that you had before compared to you know the reality. What yeah. were some of those? What were some <laughs> of the challenges you faced? Okay, so I think um, with being your own boss and how to um, not spend time doing um, unproductive things or um, activities that don't really generate business or the money. Right. So, yeah, and the fact that I thought that realtors didn't work very hard. Does <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, your so, family think the same? Do they still feel that? Um, yeah, you know, some people didn't trust realtors. I guess um, I, you know, I'm, I consider myself fairly new to the business, so I didn't know that a lot of the um, rep reputation behind real, real estate was not uh, very good. Anyway, so it's just overcoming some of those um obstacles with people not trusting you completely and just gaining that that trust from the client cool yeah that's doing a lot of educating by the way yeah so <laughs> let's talk about how what are some of the ways you go about overcoming that and i guess educating your people your clients okay so i mostly i try to be very detailed and kind of break down the process and um give even if i have to go overboard on giving information that's what i do and even at the risk of sounding repetitive right, or just right. like, I, I don't assume that people know because they might be m misinformed with what they know. Right. So I just try to always approach it from a coach or a let me, um, let me excuse me, let me reveal to you what, what this world is like and what, how I can benefit you. I like that. That's that's a great way of approaching it. Don't assume. Don't assume. Yeah, don't know. assume because yeah. sometimes people, I mean, they they might have right information, but I find a lot of the times they do not. They had a bad experience, so they base everything on that. And I just, you know, I think I'm I come off as pretty trustworthy, 
but so I just follow that. Awesome, awesome. It's, it's easier when you've already come off that way, right? <laughs> easier to get <laughs> yeah. in the door. Awesome. I'm so, not crooked or anything. Some <laughs> people think realtors are crook, crooks, but. It's unfortunate. It's just, yeah. you know, I guess every industry has that. Has I think something so. Like that, I so. think so. Every industry has something to overcome. Right. Some right. public relations work to do. Right. Definitely. So I think as agents, we can do that work too. It's a great, I love that public yeah. relations work on, on your own industry, right? Yeah. Okay, I like it. Um, so did you grow up here in, in, in Arizona or where did you grow up? No, I did not. I was born in Puerto Rico. Okay. And okay. Um, then about when I was nine years old, my mom moved us to Springfield, Massachusetts. Okay. I can pronounce that now, but <laughs> <laughs> back then it was very difficult to say Massachusetts. And um, yeah. So after that, after a year in Massachusetts, we moved out um, to the West Coast of California. Okay. So I grew up in Long Beach, okay. Long Beach, California. And about 20 years ago, I came to Phoenix. Okay, all right. So I guess when you got to Massachusetts, what was that like, um, you know, coming from the island and, and, oh and hitting the mainland? <laughs> and I know it's the same country, but it's different, right? Yeah. So what, what was that like you? For know you? Puerto Rico is a U.S. territory, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Okay, just want to clear that yeah. up. <laughs> So um, it was it was interesting because, you know, I was a child. So when my mom said, oh, you're going to see the snow, I was kind of excited to see the snow, uh, you know, coming from a, the tropics. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you don't need to. We don't know what, what snow looks like except on TV. Um, and I was excited about that. But on the other hand, I was sad because my parents had gotten divorced. And so that was the separation, and she was moving the family there. And so it was like bittersweet. Right. Fun yeah. and not fun. Understood, <laughs> understood. And then after a year in the snow, I, I had enough. That's enough, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even as a kid, it was like, okay, this is, this is not fun. <laughs> totally understand that, totally get mm -hmm. that. So growing up with mom, um, I guess who would have been, who did you look up to, and what was that, who was that person that you? Oh, I think it was my mother. Okay. Yeah. Um, my mom raised three kids okay. on her own, uh, worked very hard. I saw her work a lot, so she depended on me. I'm the oldest of three. She depended on me to take care of the younger siblings, you know, when she had to work those extra hours or she had to get up really like 3 o'clock in the morning to get ready for work. And then, you know, I had to, we, we all learned how to clean the house, do laundry, do everything, cook. I used to cook for my family, so yeah. <laughs> you know, she was tough. She was a tough cookie, and she was very strict, very strict, you know. Yeah. And I appreciate that now. I right. didn't then, but now I do. Right. You know, I just think about that. You know, I kind of had that same, in those same circumstances myself, and I know how to cook and clean because of that, right? And I look at other people who can't That's do awesome. that, and it's, and it's yeah. so yeah, it's, it's, good. A, it's one of those things. It's hard at the time, but. You see the benefit mm -hmm. and the value. Yeah. So what did you want to be when you were looking at your mom growing up? Oh, what did you want to be? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, I wanted to be a number of things, uh, but never did I think real estate <laughs> agent. <laughs> right. This is why I asked that question, because I don't think anyone's like, yeah, no, I, I saw I, that. At one point, I wanted to be a model, and then I okay. realized I wasn't tall enough. <laughs> And then um, I, I wanted to be a teacher, an airline stewardess. I wanted to be an actress. So okay. you name it. I was just, and I used to play those things, you know, acted out as a kid with my friends. Okay. So 
So yeah. not much after kid or childhood, you didn't pursue much of those things? No, um, I actually went to seminary. Okay. <laughs> so let's yeah. talk a little bit about that. What, what inspired you to do that? Well, because at 18 years old, I met Christ. Okay. So um, by giving my life over to, to God, to the Lord, it's, I don't know, I just had an interest in uh, theology. So I went to Bible Institute and I, that's what I did. Cool. And yeah. That was very interesting. And then um, I went, I got married, and I had my first child at, uh, I think it was 26. And then when I saw him, I said, oh, I'm, I'm going back to school. And I went back to school and I got my degree in communications. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the, the child inspired you? The child inspired me, yes, okay. to get that degree. <laughs> so you I, need inspiration, right? Yeah, we do. And yeah, I, I at love, times. Yeah, it's amazing where it comes from as well. It's just yeah, you never know. It's where the motivating factor, you know. And then once I started, I I went at times part time, other times full time, and I was you know had my second child. I was still in school. It took me about eight years to get my degree because I was working full time. I was a wife. I was in ministry, and then I had the boys. You know, I have three boys now, so it's like a uh, busy mom and That's busy cool. everything. So perseverance, though, you got perseverance. You can do it. Anybody can do it. You know, I tell my kids this. I tell my boys when they complain about how much workload they have. <laughs> it's just like, no, you can let do me it. tell you some stories. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it. So I hope to be an inspiration for them, just like my mom was for me. Cool. Mm -hmm. cool. Um, what would you say would be the most interesting way that you've earned money or help? Oh my goodness! Pay the rent or, you know, whatever. Interesting that way. Um, I earned money as a translator. Okay. Um, I was I traveled to Machu Picchu in Peru. Wow. Okay. With a group of missionaries, and I was a translator. Well, that is cool. So that was interesting. Just gotta so. go, I'll go see all the ruins and things like that. Yeah. Try. Okay. Yeah, That's cool. and I, we were, um, they were, the missionaries were educating a group of Quechuan pastors in, in that region, and then on our off time, we went to Machu Picchu. That's cool. <laughs> That's on the bucket list for me, so that's cool. Oh, nice, yeah. nice. And it, it's really nice. It's, it's an adventure. <laughs> sounds, sounds so. So you seem adventurous to me. What, what yes. do you think would have been the most adventurous thing you've, you've ever done? Or the craziest oh, thing you think you've I ever done? Went, I went uh, backpacking in Europe. Okay, so you just got off the plane and just days. walked? Yep. I had my backpack and this little guide, oh, not so little because it's about that thick, <laughs> it lets go Europe. Wow. And uh, I got off the, uh, off the plane in um, Paris. And I remember when we were landing, I went with my brother. So I looked at my brother and I said, oh, Oh my gosh, what are we doing? <laughs> Where are we going to go? <laughs> and we, we we're going to go land. We're going to go into the airport. I don't speak French. <laughs> I said, what are we going to do? What are we? So we start flipping through the book and we were trying to find somewhere to go. And then I guess some, um, these two ladies that were sitting next to us heard us. It turns out that they were USC students okay. on break. Okay. And one of them invited us to her parents' house in wow. Paris. So we went to the we went to their house. We just followed them. 
That's, <laughs> I'm thinking about taking right now, so that's pretty adventurous to me, so, wow. So, yeah, we went from uh, Paris to Italy, then Spain, and then back to Paris, and then back to L.A. Wow. Did you do any of the hostels you stayed in? Yes, we yeah, stayed so. in hostels, walked a lot. I lost 13 pounds on All that right, trip. That go. was great. It was like a pound a day, <laughs> even though I ate nothing but baguettes and ham. Wow. That's pretty, that's pretty oh, cool. That's another adventure because you, you have to be open to different cuisine mm -hmm. and even not eating well because when you're walking and, and you don't have a lot of money, you buy the cheapest food. Right, right. And Nothing is cheap in Europe. <laughs> no gas station food? No. Oh, no, 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 no. But anytime you went to a restaurant, you know, you're paying in um, euros and it's expensive. And uh, so the portions, I mean, we, we're Hispanic, right? We serve ourselves in big plates, right. <laughs> big right, portions. Right. So when we go eat at a restaurant there in Paris, we get French portions. <laughs> so it's like, look. <laughs> so my brother actually bought a couple of dinners and and the and people at the restaurant were shocked <laughs> they must have been thinking these americans a lot they don't know what they're doing huh that's, yeah that's fun gluttony that's, that's yeah. fun and funny right there cool that is that's pretty adventurous that's so cool yeah that was i want to do it again yeah older right now right soon now. okay so right I, now. I would like to do it just just go and be adventurous, but I would plan it a little bit better. <laughs> Makes sense. You're a little I've older now. Route. Right. I want to go to Spain and and do the. I forgot the name of the um, the walk that they do. It's like 10, 20 miles, but it's yeah. Wow. I would cool. like to do that. That sounds fun. <laughs> so you you studied in the seminary. You studied in college. You do you still like to read? Do you did you like to read then? Are I like to read. I like, I like school. I know a lot of people don't like school, but I liked school. I like the structure. I like the, the responsibility. I like the, the learning new things. So I like learning, but I hate structure. So do you? Yeah, well, I think I need it, so <laughs> otherwise I, I wouldn't get anywhere. I hear you on that. <laughs> so what would be your favorite book you've read? Um, I've read a lot of books, um, but I would say that the one that jumps out at me like right away is the Bible and cool. you know one of my favorite verses is in Psalm 23 uh, 13 you know this I know that I shall see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living and to wait upon him that he's faithful so whenever I'm down and out or need a, a spiritual pickup I just remind myself of that scripture and That's said, cool. I, no matter what happens, I will see right. the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I'm not living this earth right. without right. seeing the goodness that, of God. Right. I like that. So, yeah. I like that. Mm -hmm. Thank you for sharing that. Appreciate it. Mm -hmm. So what is something that, if I were to ask your kids, something that they would say, that mom's always saying, mom's always harping on this. What is something you're, you're trying to make sure they understand? And, and Clean uh, your room. <laughs> 
I clean your that. room because an organized room, this is an organized life. Okay. <laughs> I like that. That's probably it, something your, your to room, that. I, I, I go into their room and I think, oh my gosh, what is your soul like and your <laughs> spirit like when you have clothes everywhere <laughs> and you have trash you haven't thrown out? Do you realize that they say, mom, please. But I say, do you realize what's going on in here? Right. <laughs> There's something to that. When there's clutter, there's there's yeah. clutter in the mind as well. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I like that. There's a YouTube uh, clip about that from, I think it's a Navy general or some general talking about, Perfect. you know, you want to change the world. Make your first, bed. First, you have to make your bed. Mm -hmm. I, I saw that. First <laughs> so, I, I sent that. Yeah. I shared it to my boys. <laughs> click, click, click. <laughs> there's something to that, though, if you just yeah do that in the morning. Yeah, mm -hmm. interesting. I appreciate you. Well, whenever that. I feel flustered or I don't know what to do, all I can do is start cleaning my house and decluttering, and then it's like makes you feel like okay, good, I got, I got it, you know. It's just I a, like a quick remedy. I'm gonna have to try that. <laughs> Clean your to, desk. Yes, I'm gonna have to try that. <laughs> just hit like, declutter, and you you'd be amazed how how you get clarity on some things. Declutter to clarity. You should write a oh, book. Oh, I like that. Declutter to clarity. You should write a book. Hey, that's Elizabeth's quote, okay? There you go. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. So um, I, I always like to end with, you know, or try and end with someone just giving a little bit of advice to either newer agents or just agents in general, something that you do or something that you hope that they wouldn't make the same mistakes that you would. Do you have anything to, to share? Yeah, for new agents, I would um, get my systems in place. Um, and get, um, you know, all these tools that are available to us, really get to know them and how to use them, and then set yourself up for success in having, you know, those systems in place. That way, um, you know from A to Z what to do, um, and get with a good broker that has, um, you know, that heart for the new agent and just uh, bringing, bringing them up to success. I think, you know, taking the time in, in the beginning to set all that up because then afterwards you're just like going back to start again. So like that. that's what I would I like give my advice to new agents to do that. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so oh, much. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Where would the people find you at? How can they find you? Oh, well, they can reach me. Uh, can I give my Absolutely. phone number? 602-579-1167. Or you can write to me at Home Dreams for All. That's the number four. Home Dreams for All at gmail.com. Elizabeth Bortolotti, making home dreams come true. Bortolotti. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming. I appreciate Alrighty. your time. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome.